Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Saturday has become a very specific day for two reasons. One, we now have all the wrestling to review, because obviously AEW Dynamite's current on a Friday, we have SmackDown. But also, when talking about SmackDown, it's no longer a wrestling show. It's like, here's a man that is going to manipulate his entire family, and we just have to sit there and watch it and go, why isn't WWE's HR department trying to sort this out? But hey, I don't have to worry about that, because I am just watching from afar. And my name is Simon Mello, welcome to World Culture Wrestling, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where we take the finger of power, and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. And if you are interested or if you're new, SmackDown is on a tear at the moment. I haven't given it a down in ages, but is that about to change? We planted that seed. Let's find out by obviously up in those dows. started with Roman Reigns and his manipulated men watching a recap of last week's show in the weirdest way possible like the TV was kind of at the right angle but it still looked truly weird to the point if I rang you up and I said hey do you want to come around and watch the game and you knew this was my setup you'd be like no I do not my neck is gonna be dead poor Jay Uso as well was just a broken shell of a man as well as Roman told him you dropped the ball last week and you let me down and Jay just had to sit there like yeah I'm really sorry I did let you down. What do I have to do, Roman Reigns, please? Somebody needs to help this man. Somebody who does have a lot more moxie in his veins is Jimmy Uso, though. And all of a sudden, you heard the Uso's music, and Roman Reigns just looked off into the corner and went, oh, that better not be Jimmy Uso going to the ring. (laughs) Sadly for him, it was Jimbo going to the ring. Because he has a very different take on this, and that is that Roman Reigns is to blame for their failure to become the tag team champions, because when it came to round one versus the Mysterios, they had it won but the referee screwed up and that was probably going to be the case when it came to round two but who got involved and called the disqualification well it was Roman Reigns very quietly I thought to myself Jimmy Iso is making a good point but of course if Roman asked me I'd be like no Roman I love you so much whatever you say goes he also carried on because clearly he has a death wish that he thinks Roman is jealous and he wants to be the only champion in the family he also promised that later on he was going to do something that he wouldn't regret and I was like, well, what the flubble sticks is that? Through grid teeth, Roman then told Jay to go and sort his brother out. And they kind of clash heads here because, of course, Jimmy is trying to tell Jay, can't you see what's going on? But Jay can't see what's going on. 
because he is just under Roman Reigns' thumb. Jimmy then stormed off to his own locker room, which can't be a good idea, and as you are going to find out later, it was not. But once again, this is just tremendous stuff. It doesn't matter if it's wrestling or not wrestling. We've got stories, we've got characters. It all makes sense. It ticks my box. When you tick my box, you get it up. Biggie and Kevin Owens are now a tag team too. And I was a bit like, okay then. And I suppose this has come about because somebody, WWE, fired Alistair Black. And Alistair Black was meant to be doing a program with Big E. So I guess this is a teeny tiny silver lining because the idea of Big E and Kevin Owens as a team... Well, it made me pretty happy. However, you do have to look at this for what it is because now the narrative we're being told is that Alistair Black went and booted Biggie in the face one day and then he vanished from the planet and somebody told everybody else, let's never mention it again. Imagine that happened on any other show in existence. You cannot get away with it. Down. And that's neither of the wrestlers' fault. I mean, what the hell were they meant to do? But anyway, the big O's, as I'm going to call them, they were taking on Sami Zayn and Apollo Crews and this was a really fun match up. Kevin was flying at first before Apollo Crews cheap shot him, which meant he had to get beaten down for a while. But you know how all wrestling tag team matches works. As he was getting destroyed, all of a sudden his hands started to fire up almost quite literally. And he had temperature in those palms. So when he touched Big E's, all of a sudden they'd made a hot tag. The New Day man was running wild as well when he went for his spear through the ropes. But of course, Apollo Crews has taken on Big E a lot recently. So he just thought to himself, well, wait a minute, how should I get out the way of this? What haven't I done before? So he just stepped to the side and Biggie missed and he went crashing onto the bets. It meant it was his turn to be smacked around until Apollo missed the frog splash and that allowed a double tag, which meant all of a sudden it was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And I know I get it, WWE has done this a lot, but here's the truth, they can do it until the day that I die. I will never get bored of it. There were then all these transition reversals and near falls, and I was having such a good time. I thought about sitting down and making myself some popcorn. And after Sami Zayn had missed the halluva kick, Kevin Owens hit him with the stunner. One, two, three. Of course, Sami Zayn took the fall here. Do you remember the Sami tally? I didn't make it up for long. Apollo Crews was livid afterwards and said that he'd only been defeated because of Sami Zayn. And I was like, yeah, I totally agree with you, Apollo. I used to have a tally that said as much. So instead, next week, he's made another match where it will be Kevin Owens and Big E again, but now they're going to be taking on Apollo and Commander Aziz. Now, I'm now terrified that WWE will now repeat this for the next 68 weeks because that's what WWE does. But I actually wouldn't mind at some point Big E and Kevin Owens, the big O's, going for the tag team titles. I mean, WWE hasn't done anything else with them for ages, so maybe we could do this. Rey Mysterio was then seen talking very passionately to Adam Pearce, and I'm not surprised. He's probably going, look, your big dog, Roman Reigns, tried to kill my son last week, and what are you going to do about it? And Adam Pearce, probably terrified of the tribal chief, was like, well, I'm not going to do nothing because I like being alive. We then got some WWE nonsense, because even though we've been told for the last week we're going to be doing Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits, Chad Gable just walked up to Montez Ford and Andrew Dawkins and went, uh, yeah, I talked to some people and the tag match is off. So I hope you didn't tune in for that. The Street Profits then mocked him, so all of a sudden Gable changed his mind. He was like, well, I think we should have a one-on-one -on -one contest. But Andrew Dawkins and Otis were banned from ringside. Now, you could see a country mile away what was going to happen, but I shall always ask the question, why the hell didn't we just do the damn tag match? We then cut to Roman Reigns, who was cracking up at the thought of the Usos having their own locker room. 
This guy is the best. This was the fallout too of Jay Uso saying he's not able to control Jimmy, but Roman acquiesced and he said, you know what, I'll go visit this Fable HQ. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did turn up and he just set it on fire. But small spoiler, he didn't do it. Right, okay, next up, things got tough. Because on the one hand, over here, we did another match between Carmella and Liv Morgan, and you know how I feel about random rematches. However, on the other, I did say last week, why are we doing to this Liv Morgan? She should be getting some wins. And then WWE went and gave her a win. So it really does mean that I'm screwed. However, I am a positive guy and this is a positive show. So it's good enough. I'll regret that next week when we get to round four in a couple of weeks and we're still doing 50-50 booking. But hey, Liv Morgan was far more aggressive here. And when Carmella was swan around going, everyone's got to call me the most beautiful woman in the world. She hit the oblivion. And like I say, she got the one, two, three. What I wasn't so hot on, somewhat ironically, is that afterwards Carmella was still like, everyone has to say how good looking I am and didn't really care that she'd lost. Sometimes you have to care when your arm isn't raised, otherwise I sitting there on my couch go, well if they don't give a flub, neither do I. But we shall keep an eye on this one. It could be the start of something awesome for Liv Morgan. Or it could be the beginning of an 82-month feud. Ding dong hello was then its usual dose of nonsense. Bailey's guest this week was Seth Rollins. And I tell you, if you don't like these two characters, you wouldn't have been able to get through this because we took the personality dial and we just turned it up to 104. I mean, they were just so stupid, including Bales being over the moon that Seth Rollins had used the front door. And after they had watched a bunch of clips of Bailey beating up Bianca Belair and Cesaro being beaten up by Seth Rollins, honestly, for around about five minutes, they just sat there going, <laughs> they were just laughing away. If this was the first segment you'd ever seen in pro wrestling, you would have gone, nah, bruh. This ain't for me. I thought it was great. There was even this moment where they got serious for a second before the laughing broke out again. And the only thing that stopped them is that the doorbell went off and neither of these two could understand what the hell was going on. As it turned out, this was a returning Cesaro and I thought that was quite nice. And he beat the hell out of Seth Rollins and even ripped him out of his suit. And Bales couldn't handle this because her set was being ruined, which meant out came Bianca Belair and she pointed at the role model and of course went, ha 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 ha. So the roles have been reversed. Now I'm not entirely sure about this build because it honestly is just built around cackling. But look, this was Gubbins in the best possible way and it left me feeling pretty good. I know I'm an idiot. You don't have to tell me. My parents tell me all the time. Somebody that wasn't as pleased though was Rey Mysterio who was doing an interview here. And yeah, he was like, look, Roman Reigns tried to kill my boy. I'm not gonna let that slide. So I'm gonna go to the ring and I'm gonna call him out. Now, that was a very stupid idea, but come on, man. You can't blame him. This is the love. For his son. Who said this madness between Montez Ford and Chad Gable, and unfortunately also meant the SmackDown went raw. And what do I mean by that? Well, it's simple. The match was great. Chad Gable is fantastic. Montez Ford can defy the laws of gravity, and they had a really good one-on-one -on -one fight. So for that reason alone, it's getting up. But despite this being made seemingly from nowhere, which led me to go, well, I suppose that WWE does have some kind of a plan, it ended in a disqualification. Down. Now it began with Otis beating up Angelo Dawkins in the back and Otis has shaved his beard now which is a little bit weird because he kind of looks more cuddly than ever and he's meant to be a bad guy and when he was done here he stormed to the ring to break up the pin courtesy of Montez Ford after Montez Ford had hit the frog splash. Now yes was Otis a little bit late? Indeed he was but we're all humans we all make mistakes 
Who cares? What I will say is that Otis wrecked everybody here and he finally looked like the heel we've been teasing for the last few months. I mean, he killed Montez Ford. When Angela Dawkins came back out, he killed him as well. And then he looked into the camera and yeah, he didn't really have that death stare because again, he's got rid of the fuzz on his face and you just want to go, Otis, come here, my boy, give me a hug. But still, please don't forget about this WWE. We never should have turned him into a bad guy anyway. But now that we have, there is something there but we've got to pull the trigger and fire the gun. Whatever that means, just treat him well and just put him on my damn TV. But yes, it was a DQ. Bring down the DQ board and it rolls up to 34, although fair play to WWE. They've been very reserved both with this and the distraction counter this week, which makes me very scared about what's going to happen next. Unfortunately, what didn't change was all the goodness we used to have with Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura because I just don't think WWE knows what they're doing with it, and they definitely don't know that at some point over the last few weeks, they struck gold. Because they had another match, and not only did it end in the exact same fashion as it did seven days ago, but this time, we didn't even get Shinsuke's entrance with Rick Booze going, which has been the best thing about all of this. So I just scratch my head, I get a little bit baffled, and it's getting it down. I mean, it really is like your dad buying you a Ferrari for Xmas. You get to drive it around the block once, and then he just blows it up. You're like, well, what did you do that for? I felt like we had something, and then you literally got rid of it. Boogs was also being distracted early on by playing the guitar, but eventually Shinsuke Nakamura hit the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. He pinned Baron Corbin, which, yes, is exactly what we did last week. This carried on, too, because Corbin beat up Boogs, and he went for the crowd, but then Shinsuke Nakamura yoinked it back. And thankfully, next week we're gonna have a Battle of the Crowns match, which doesn't make any sense because there's only one crown. But come on, WWE, do the big entrance, give them some proper time. Like I say, a couple of weeks ago, this was so much fun. And then you just did the same thing over and over. Let these two guys be creative. They are very creative guys. We did get quite the turn of events after this though, because Roman Reigns finally went to the Usos locker room and Roman and Jimmy got into it to such a degree, Jay grew a pair of balls from nowhere and said, I'm sick of you, I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of this, and he stormed off. So what the hell does that mean? Jimmy straight up wanted to fight Reigns because of all of this too, but then Roman hit his manipulation switch and honestly, he laid it on thick. He was like, this is about me. It's not about you. It's about our family. Do you not remember the bond we used to have? Why don't you want to love me? Why don't you want to be my brother, my friend? And you could kind of see it in Jimmy's face. I mean, it would happen to all of us. It was basically like Roman was using force powers and getting inside his brain. Jimmy also seemed a little put off by this as he too stormed off. Let's just give them all a round of applause. They just bloody brilliant, I don't even care. It wasn't over for Roman though, because he has pissed everybody off and out came Rey Mysterio and he made it very nice and easy for him. He was like, Roman, get your ass to this ring. I wanna talk to you, cause again, my son is probably dead in a ditch and it's all your fault. Heyman and Reigns eventually ride and they came out there like the speed of a tortoise. And Rey said, look, I'm acknowledging you. I'm acknowledging you, Roman, so we understand how this works, but also said, I'm acknowledging you for being a giant jackass so I want to fight you at the pay-per-view, and I want to fight you in the Hell in a Cell. Robert was all but ready to answer this as well, but apparently Rey Mysterio has magic powers, because poof, a kendo stick just appeared in his hands, and he started to thwonk Roman Reigns so hard, I actually thought he may leave this standing tall. Unfortunately, Roman was then able to sneak in a Superman punch, but then Dominic Mysterio transported himself into the arena, and he had a kendo stick as well. 
But this, my friends, did not go well at all because Reigns fought back and he powerbombed Dominic Mysterio over the top rope onto the floor below. Now, look, the way this was shot, it was clear WWE taking advantage of the Thunderdome setup, but I don't care. In terms of a visual, let's just look at my notes. That's right, Roman Reigns has now killed Dominic Mysterio twice. Ray was then back in the mix to try and chase Roman away and he also checked on his son and this was a really good way to end Smackdown but I do have to make two points. Firstly this was all brilliant it was absolutely compelling and Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio is fresher than fresh bread and that's all I want from WWE at the moment. Matchups I've never seen so it's absolutely getting it up. The problem though is once again because we have a pay-per-view named Hell in a Cell we need to kind of work that stipulation in wherever we can so Ray all of a sudden going, yeah man, I want a Hell in a Cell? Well, it's just so shallow and it's just a little bit stupid. So it just felt so forced and it does water down the concept of Hell in a Cell. So I cannot let that one slide and it's getting it down. It doesn't matter at all though because when you do finish watching Smackdown, it feels like an absolute treat. Like someone has just brought you a Sunday and said you don't even have to pay for it. This is one of the best wrestling TV programs there is. And as usual for the last while, it is getting it up. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 